This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to this mini podcast episode. On today's podcast episode, I have a very special guest with me. I have Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Welcome. I'm very excited to have you here. I'm going to let the listeners know a little bit about you. So you are a queen with all things meal prep, but not only meal prep, meal prepping on a budget, which is awesome because we all know that food is very expensive and the cost of living at the moment is super expensive. So wherever we can save money, we are up for it. But do you want to let people know really quickly, first of all, how you got to the position that you're in now? Sure. So I am a mom of four and I started sharing back in 2020, I started sharing on social media just about how to feed a family with being busy and worrying about time, worrying about children. And so I started sharing that and then kind of transitioned, pivoted a little bit throughout the years um, to now I help people save money on their groceries because it's so with grocery prices rising, moms are stressed and overwhelmed. Um, and that is one of the things that, that that moms just lean on convenience and getting dinner on the table and they end up spending a ton of money doing it. And so I help families spend less and still eat healthy, delicious meals while doing it. Love that. That is so great. And you're right. I was actually just thinking last night about how much I spend on food. I have, I am a mom. I have a little boy, but I only have him 50% of the time. And I was thinking, the amount of money I spend on food just for myself and for my five-year-old who I have for half the week is ridiculous. Totally, <laughs> so totally. The more children you have and as kids get older, they just don't stop eating. And so, yep. um, yeah, it can get very expensive. But what we've got you on the podcast here for today is we want to hear your five best tips when it comes to being prepared and setting yourself up for the week when it comes to meal prep. Now, meal prep is so important. I'm sure you completely understand that. But even with anyone's fitness or nutrition goals, you need to prepare ahead of time in order to be successful, to stick to whatever calories you're wanting or hitting your protein. So I know this is going to be of a lot of value to the listeners. Let's kick things off. What is your first tip? Okay. So tip number one would be to plan your meals around in season produce. So what is available at your grocery store that is in season, because those items are going to cost way less because they're usually on sale. You can usually buy a bunch for really cheap. So, you know, it just depends on the time of year that you're looking at what type of produce is in season. And I would focus on using those items in your bulk prep. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. The, whenever we, so in Australia here, we call, you call them peppers, like red peppers. We call them capsicums. Anyway, I love, yes. Yeah. I love capsicums. I love the red ones. And the price of those at the moment, they're not in season is 
just ridiculous. So yeah, sticking with, um, I guess, produce in season and just to um, back that up as well, that also is really great for our overall health because we want to be like rotating the types of foods that we're consuming. So if we can follow the seasons, that means that in a 12 month period, we're getting a really wide range of different foods, which is going to be great for our health, but also our gut health too. So I love that. All right. Point number two. Point number two would be to focus if you're if you're really looking to save money is to focus on low cost protein options. We want to get a lot of protein in. Um, obviously, that's important to our health and fitness goals, but you don't have to spend a ton of money on protein. Um, so choosing those lean meat options like chicken, turkey, pork loin, Greek yogurt, those are great ways that you can get a lot of protein and not spend a ton of money. Yeah. And so how do you I'm not sure if this is another point of yours, but I'm going to ask you a question. How do sure. you like spruce things up? How do you make things exciting when it comes to your protein sources? So you're not getting just sick of eating dry chicken breast. Like, do you have some tips? I love cooking in like different ways. So using the barbecue, using the air fryer, using the instant pot, like there's tons of different ways to cook your meats, which will change it up, but also using different flavors, right? Spices aren't expensive. You can buy a spice blend and will taste totally different than a different spice blend. So you can change it up by how you're cooking it and what you're cooking it in. Um, Also like a a dressing, like a low fat dressing that you're putting on your meal prep or um, your vegetables will also change up the flavor a lot. So doing, you know, the base item doesn't have to change that much and we can really change up the flavor. Mm, Yeah. Spices, spices are great and you can just rotate them um, every so often. So you don't feel like you're eating the same thing day in, day out, which can get quite boring. And then I think it makes it hard for people to stick to it as well. Um, great, great point. All right. So number three, what is your tip? Number three would be to buy in bulk. Because if you're meal prepping at the beginning of the week, you know what you're making for the rest of the week. There's no reason to cook five different types of protein. Buy, you know, your chicken in bulk, get the huge thing of pork loins. It's going to save you tons of money. It's also just going to make it way simpler and easier for you that way. But you'll see a lot of savings just by buying in bulk. So when you say buy in bulk, are you then cooking in bulk or let's just say like with protein sources, if you're buying in bulk, what, what are you doing with all of that protein? Because obviously you're not going to be able to eat it over the next two days or so. Sure. Yes. I usually when I'm, when I'm cooking, if I'm going to go to the struggle of like cooking or barbecuing my chicken, I might as well just cook up a bunch of chicken and then reuse it for different meals throughout the week. So yeah, I'm usually cooking it right away. Um, like a bunch of ground Turkey, I'll cook it up and keep it in the fridge. We can use it for taco salad. We can use it for, you know, wraps later on. Um, so that keeps it more fresh. I do use my freezer. I, I know some people don't have a ton of freezer space, but I will use my freezer too. Um, to, to keep meats more fresh in the freezer. And just a question. So when, if we, cause I'm thinking, you know, for families, obviously when you're cooking in bulk, you guys are going to be able to get through it much quicker, but if yes. you're a single person or if there's just two of you, do you then recommend cooking all the protein or the meals and then freezing it or freezing the meat or the protein first? And then as you need it, defrosting it and then cooking. It just depends on what you want to do. I like to freeze it not cooked. That's just what I like because then I can keep it more versatile. But if you are really looking for that time savings and to keep things simple, sure, cook it all at once, freeze it. It's not going to change the flavor of it. Just depends on what works for you. Especially with protein, I feel like sometimes if we're cooking a meal and there's like a carbohydrate source, 
when you freeze it and then defrost it, it just doesn't taste as nice. But with protein, it does Uh really well. It does really well getting frozen and then defrosted. Okay, love that. Point number four. Number four would be, and we kind of touched touched on this earlier, is just to keep it simple. Like we don't, you don't have to reinvent the meal. When I talk to my students, all it is, is all you need is a protein, a vegetable, and a carb. Like Mm. that's all that you need to look for. You can change it up with spices. You can change it up with how you cook, but keeping it simple and building your meals that way, I think make it really easy. And it's easier to feed your kids that way too, if you're feeding children, because everything's separate. They can pick and choose what they want. And then you can also choose what works for you. If you're focusing like more low carb, then you can just eat more protein and the vegetables. So just keeping it simple that way will make it easier and you can keep it up for longer. Yeah. Love that. I think uh, really trying to cook fancy things all the time just then makes you feel overwhelmed. It's actually really expensive as well and time consuming, which we just, most of us are very time poor. Um, and I love that idea of just keeping it simple. I agree. If someone just doesn't even want to go down the route of counting calories or anything like that, um, you know, the the hand method that we use for building out a meal, which is, you know, the palm of your hand, you want to have um, the same size of a protein source. And then if you think about making a fist with your hand, that's going to be your carbohydrate source. Your thumb is going to be a fat source. And then with um, vegetables, it's like a cupful right? And if you can just build out your meals like that, it is so easy. And I know lots of people do get bored with eating simple, but I think what you've got to weigh up is what your goals are, whether that is to save money, whether that is to lose weight, build muscle, whatever it is with what's going to really be realistic. And it's not realistic to eat fancy meals every night of the week. You can absolutely do it a couple of times a week if you've got the time, but it's almost like that discipline and retraining our brain to go, do you know what? Okay. Yes. I would love to be eating all of this incredible, delicious food, but realistically, uh, it's not going to help me get towards my goals at this point, or it's not yeah. easy to implement. Yeah. Yeah. You have I to love think that. About your priorities. Like what are your priorities? What's the most important to you and focus on that. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. All right. So what is our lucky last tip? Number five. Last one is if you are really looking to save where you shop does matter. So, you know, you can shop at one store and buy the exact same thing as another store, but some stores will tend to be a lot more affordable. So really looking at that price per ounce and getting the most bang for your buck at the store that is the that is the most affordable will save you tons in the long run. Um, and then I like, like I said, I like to keep it really simple as well. So I like to only shop at one or two stores. I don't really think shopping at a ton of stores is going to be easy or sustainable. So um, just keeping it, find your one store that you love, shop there, get everything. And um, you'll probably save some money doing that as well. Okay. I've got a question for you. What is your thoughts around how often you should be going to the supermarket to buy food? Do you think you should go every couple of days, do smaller shops, or should you plan ahead and do, I know you've said, I guess, buying in bulk. So that's kind of answering my question, I guess. Hey, 
Yeah. Would you confirm that's better? Yeah. As I'm talking, I'm like, yes. Okay. Actually, yeah. (laughs) You answered the wrong question. Okay. So obviously my focus is seriously on saving people money. So the less you go to the grocery store, the less you're going to spend. So I actually grocery shop every two weeks, which is kind of Uh mind blowing for people. Um, but I bulk buy at the, the beginning of the week and then I stay out of the grocery store for two weeks. Rachel, you do not step foot in the grocery store for two weeks, you're telling me? Do, at all? At all. Okay. This is where I think most of us go wrong is we don't plan ahead and then we're yes. at the grocery store every couple of days. And we all know that when you walk in there, you walk out with more than you intended to walk in there with. Every single time. <laughs> yes. How does it happen? But it happens. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's I totally exactly. agree. And here in Australia, there are websites as well, which it's it's not in my brain right now, but there is a website where you can go and actually search all of the catalogs. So all of the specials with each supermarket here. Oh, cool. So, yeah, you can determine the best place to go for whatever products. I'm not sure. I reckon they would have that over in the States and in other countries as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So we have I apps know. that do that, yeah. Okay, okay. Because they could. I, I'm assuming they'd be quite helpful and handy as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right, they are awesome tips. I really, really appreciate that. If people want to find out more about you, you put up some really great recipes as well. Where can we find you? I am on social media. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok. Um, my handle is at Hey Rachel Coons. We can link it in the show notes. Um, so yeah, come on over, say hi. You can always DM me with any questions that you have. Love it. Thank you so much for your time, Rachel. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for letting me come on, Natasha.